0: Happy New Year, and welcome to God's A Dad Podcast. Uh, my name is Justin, I'll be joined in a minute by my friends Dan and Jake. We are three dads, trying to be the best dads we can be. Uh, you could even say we're trying to be dads kind of like God is, to us. So today, in order to do that, we're gonna be having a conversation that is uh, really, really important. Because as parents, in and amongst the busyness of life and the needs that we're trying to meet with our kids, a lot of times it can become easy to be distracted from what is the source of what makes us good parents. And that is kind of our connection to and our relationship with God. And so we're gonna have a conversation about just how we three struggle with and are working towards staying connected with God and staying hungry for Him. And especially as the calendar year turns over and we're all looking for ways to kind of improve our lives and make ourselves a little better, uh, we thought that, you know, there's probably no better way that we could all become a little better than to become hungrier for God and his goodness and his truth. So that's going to be our conversation. Hope you enjoy it. Let's go ahead and get started. I think this is a really important topic. I'm glad, I'm glad you asked the question. Dan, Can you can you kind of explain where you're coming from with the question? yeah, I guess just expound upon what you, what your question is.
1: Yeah, uh, so my question is, how do you remain hungry? How do you stay with a perspective that's focused on God so that you're always curious and learning and not rely on your community to give you that? Like how do you foster that in your own walk with God? How do you like have a conversation with God or read something in the Bible or whatever it is and have that own internal compass. So like one of the reasons why I have this question is because when I study whatever class I'm studying for, after the first test or two, you kind of figure out what the teacher is going to ask or how they're going to go about asking the question.
2: Mm, And
1: so you learn what's important to that teacher to some extent and I can start generating questions on what I think they are going to value. And so, like, when I come to them, they, they want to, like, like respond because they know I'm not going to just give some tangential question that isn't related or not important to what they're there to teach. And I don't feel like I have that nailed down yet. I don't, like, when I read scripture or when I read uh, or when I pray, I don't feel like I quite know or... Either I feel like I already know the answer, and so I don't, I don't want to ask the question because mm-hmm. I'm like, uh, I know God at least ninety percent of what God thinks about this subject, or that's at least how I feel <laughs> uh, going into it. And so a lot of times I think it prevents me from asking the question. Also, the other thing that has kind of like come to me while studying is if I don't know something, then i just write down the question and i generate like i think i'm in for bio right now i i've got a list of like 90 90 i'm on my 96th question right now and i feel like when i peruse scripture or when i just in my daily life i don't generate those questions and i that's what i want i want to be able to kind of like be i feel like i'm self-sustaining but i don't feel like i'm a self-growing believer to the extent that I want to be I think that's really apparent when I'm not around a strong community as much which obviously that's like one of the benefits of being in a community and one of the reasons why we should be in a community of believers is because other people's growth experience testimony questions like feed into our lives but I also feel like it could be a a big crutch as well and so yeah my question is kind of like how do I maintain that level of curiosity how do I maintain that level of yeah just kind of like staying hungry with just with god every day of my life regardless of who I'm surrounded by or yeah like how do I internalize that I guess
2: well it's funny that you made the caveat of with apart from community uh because that that was going to be my my main response is Yeah. That, is that for me uh I I feel like inter- interacting with other people and hearing their experiences and, and listening to what they're growing in uh, inspires me uh, to, to press in and to figure out, ooh, what what do they carry? What do they have that that is attractive to me? And what are they doing and how are they experiencing God in ways that I haven't done before? And so I think it's a good starting off point. Because I, I think you're right that there is a certain crutchiness to just solely relying on other people for your inspiration or, or for your growth. But I, I do think it's a pretty good starting off point. Yeah, um, sure. Because, I mean, I remember even, what what was it, last week, where, uh, Justin, you, you were talking about... Um, uh, going going into the Presbyterian church and, and just asking God, uh, tell me something that I don't know about you. Like that that's a perfect question to ask for what you're asking, Dan. Is just saying, God, what like show me something that I don't know about you. And I love that question. That that's a question I don't really ask that much. But that question stirred up in me because Justin brought it up. And so I think there is something unique about being in community, interacting with people and, and the people that we're around give us little little nuggets that we can that we can chew on, and we can explore <laughs> N-
0: nuggets for <laughs> chewing <laughs> that, that,
2: that was That was very intentional I, I knew you would that like that cute. one
0: so Dan, I'm curious why why do you th- yeah wh- why did you refer to community as a crutch or or why are you looking for an answer outside of outside of community
1: just in my own faith journey i feel like i've done that like Hmm. yeah i i feel like it's definitely hindered me and provided maybe like a false sense of yeah I, i just i think for a long time in college that instead of taking my own faith seriously or taking my own growth seriously. I relied on others to feed me uh, Mm -hmm. ideas or inspiration. And like, I would do stuff with that inspiration, but I would never, I would have a hard time deriving those questions or a hard time deriving that new relational dynamic with the Lord until I heard, you know, somebody else or a story or something, something like that. I also kind of feel like we act like, while I definitely... Don't hear me wrong. <laughs> like I definitely do think community is an integral part to faith and to the church and like what God made for us and the community and the rules and all of the good things that go along with it. I think there's like a ton of good things and super necessary. You could go on for days, uh, which people have done for like the benefits of being in a body and all all sure, that sure. kind of stuff. But like you know, like I just wonder what happens when that gets stripped away. And for me always it hasn't been I have not been at a place where I've wanted to be. Um when that's yeah, right. when that's stripped away. So yeah, yeah, sure. Yeah, it's just been a it's just been a problem in my own life, I think.
0: Yeah, it makes sense. I would say, you know, in our context, not not living in America and not going to a church that is more than a couple of families, that has it's been one of the best things about living internationally for us
2: mm. uh, I
0: mean the best and the worst right because it it does suck because you miss out on all, all the benefits of, of the community but if you steward it right then I I think you, you come away with a lot of lessons that I think you're you're talking about um, and it it's taken it's taken a lot of, like years uh, for us to get there but I have like tons of thoughts on this on this topic I think <laughs> because of that because of that. Yeah, because yeah, yeah. the community, the community thing has not been a part of, has not been a part of our our family's faith journey for quite a little while now. I, mean, I shouldn't say it hasn't been. I mean, we know you know we know other believers and we hang out with the believers, but in terms of being a part of the large institutionalized program driven church culture, where really essentially what I think what i what I mean is there's not a lot of people in my life trying to teach me things, mm. and I feel that that is what a lot of the experience is there's always something to eat sort of you know in terms of teaching or in terms of spiritual growth there's always someone trying to feed you something and so for me it's been a really in a cult both of us when you don't have people always trying to teach you then the natural thing to do is to yes ask god what he has to teach you and kind of go to him for the teaching so um That has, yeah, I would say, I would say we have experienced kind of what you're, what you're wondering and uh, it's good for some reasons and it's bad for others, you know, (laughs) the good stuff is that I think it helps you see what is, see a little bit more clearly what is cultural, what's cultural teaching and what is actual maybe, actually maybe the stuff that God cares about. Mm. You know, I I think, I think if you go to any other, you can, you can get the exact same experience going to a church that's a very different denomination from yours, or that is, even if it's like a similar denomination, but it's made up of people from lots of different backgrounds. If you went to their church, you'd notice a huge difference in the way they worship, and even their teaching, perhaps, in some of their doctrine. And you would realize that, oh, this place seems like a good a good place to be, with people filled with the Spirit and that know Jesus, but they seem to express their faith very differently, and even believe some different things. And then, you know, the, the more you experience that diversity, then the more you can see the some of the stuff where you you might hold really dear to yourself is a cultural thing that isn't necessarily wrong, but is also not necessarily the hard truth. If that makes sense. Yeah. Essentially though, what, what I have done in that context to grow without other people telling me is I'm trying to think of the best way to to describe it. What I hear you saying is like when you're reading the Bible or when you're praying or whatever, and you're trying to learn about God, it's hard. It used it used to be, it was a lot harder for me because it was, I treated it a lot more of, of a, an, an academic type of a thing where I was trying to learn about God, mm-hmm. right? Trying to learn more about him, try to understand him more, that kind of thing, with, with the end goal of really just kind of knowledge. Like you're saying, like for a test, if you're studying for a test, you're trying to study to gain knowledge, right? Yeah. And I would say that what shifted in me in the past few years is I've gone from more so studying in like a traditional university with that kind of attitude for getting knowledge for knowledge's sake to more of, I think I view, or I pursue God in more of maybe like a technical college type of way where (laughs) I'm actually, I'm actually pursuing God for, for real applicable skills Mm. or real applicable output in my life sort of. Yeah. So, and I'm not sure this is, you know, the way I'll pursue God for the rest of my life, but it's really helped me for, for this time where pretty much I pursue God out of the experiences that I have in my life. And a lot of times, uh, essentially, it's, I don't know if this is great, but it's reactionary. So, so sure. if I experience something bad inside of myself that I don't really like, that I don't think is, let's say the fruit of this. if I'm not constantly experiencing all the fruits of the spirit, then I, that bothers me and I don't really like that. And then I seek God out of the desire to say, hey, I'm not feeling the level of peace that I would like to in my life right now. I need you to show me something or teach me something or lead me into something that will allow me to access the level of peace peace that I think is available through you. Or I'm losing patience with a certain situation or a certain person in my life. I'm not okay with that. What do I need to know more about you in order to access the patients that I know is available through you? Mm. So it's that kind of thing. It's more of a it's more of a practical something is not going the way that I want it to in my life. And I know that you're the answer God. Something about you, some truth that you have is the answer for me to access that that thing that I really want that's good. And so I need to know, I need to know you more to get it. Yeah. Uh, so it's kind of, you know, if you if I would summarize it, it's kind of this idea that. If you wanted to increase your hunger, I would. My my suggestion would be to hold your hold your behavior, and not not even behavior because behavior is too external, I think, of a word. But hold your internal self to a really really high standard, and then every time you don't meet that standard, go to God for the solution to that lack of mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah, a- achieving you know the fruits of the spirit or whatever you want to call it. That that is essentially the way that I've maintained hunger because I'm, I'm constantly making those mistakes <laughs> sure. and because uh, and I'm, if, if I'm forcing myself to constantly be aware of them, then there's constantly mm-hmm. a reason for me to be pursuing God. <laughs> and it's really kind of fun because it's actually learning something for the sake of learning it. If it's not really creating something or doing something for your life or changing anything, then it can get kind of boring, I guess, or not really rewarding yeah, unless you have somebody to impress with your knowledge maybe, <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. in your community that you can kind of sh- show off or whatever. <laughs> but but yeah, right, right. Well, I've been there for sure, so I know what I'm talking about. <laughs> 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 so now for me it's 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 actually really it's self-motivating because God actually has those solutions for me. If I'm getting impatient with somebody and then I actually get serious about correcting my impatience with God and trying to understand why I'm feeling that and why i'm acting that way and then he kind of rebukes me and teaches me the truth and shows me this is what's true about me and that's why you, you know you can have unlimited patience or whatever
1: mm-hmm.
0: then you become like a better a better person <laughs> and you feel better and you're you're happier i feel i can actually feel myself tangibly growing in those situations where i'll be in a place one day and then i will pray and then i'll be actually be in a different place a couple days mm-hmm. after yeah. a couple days after working through it and that's really yeah. motivating right because Cause you're getting exactly what you want, which is, which is personal growth. And you feel like you're getting closer to God and learning about him in a way that benefits your life. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of my short answer for how I've learned to become more hungry with, for God without community. What, how does mm-hmm. that sound?
1: Sounds good. Yeah, it sounds good because I have talked about this question, uh, in preparation for this podcast. And yeah. I went to community, which is exactly what I wanted. I went to community to figure out the mm. answer to this question. Right. right. <laughs> so I'm glad I asked it here because I've been having a hard time getting an answer that I have wanted. <laughs> kind of. Uh, sure. That's felt like it will <laughs> do what I want. <laughs> I don't know. like mm-hmm. yeah, Distinguishing sure. between like the knowledge and relationship part of faith is a hard one to distinguish and i feel like i've been told how to become like smarter or Mm -hmm. knowledgeable but not necessarily how to grow um in relationship with god yeah Yeah, that's what i want uh because i think it's i think that i could do some of the things that have been suggested to me but they would be maybe like a, a pretty indirect way of attaining that, because what I want yeah. is relationship. I want that to be like my fuel, and my, you know, like I want to have a personal relationship with Jesus, right? Like that's the <laughs> that's
0: the whole cell, right? And like
1: when I get it from community, right. then it's like I don't feel like I have a relationship. Mm. <laughs> you know, I don't. Yeah, feel sure, like sure. I, I have, and I feel like, oh, well, I'm am, am I just in it for fellowship, or am I just in it for to whatever like i can get from get from it what i was thinking about coming into today is maybe the uh, the mindset that has been hindering me from doing that and i think two things have been hindering me primarily uh one is i don't think i'm as thankful as as i have opportunities to be
0: thankful for what like, just thankful.
1: Just being a thankful person. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, just being a thankful person for anything, you know, like I had two healthy kids or like had an awesome meal last night or <laughs> I've got this opportunity, whatever it is, you know, like. Sure, sure, yeah. Because I think I really overvalue fun in my life. And so, like, I <laughs> look at things that are, you know, like I'm not great at self denial. Like, I do it, and Anna hates <laughs> my siblings. <laughs> and, uh, and i'll not be pleased that i said this on this podcast but i'm i don't like working hard yeah like, i'm sure. not a, I, like okay. like it if it's for some reason then right, yeah, right. Like, yeah
0: totally
1: i'll i'll do it but i mostly enjoy the satisfaction after <laughs> not necessarily because i worked hard but because that thing is accomplished and because like i know what i need to know in order to get what i want you know like it's The journey for me, I have a lot. (laughs) I probably have a lot to grow in for, like wanting the journey. So I think that, like, when you're not thankful, then like your your disposition is more like, come on, God, like, you know, like you're you're whiny, you know, like you're you're (laughs) little like, I like I had this experience or this. (laughs) I was walking to the car with my kids at Target. And so I've I've started parking like in the back of parking lots because I was like, oh, this, you know, I I don't need to take the one parking spot that's close to the entryway. I just don't. (laughs) uh, I've started parking at the back. Just
0: just, just like out of service to the the wider community or something. Yeah. Yeah. Very nice. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Jake shaking his head. (laughs) oh you, man you disagree jake you disagree with that
2: i always point out to adrian whenever there's a better parking spot and she picks one that's longer away
1: but i don't feel like jake yep. you don't
2: have this problem like you don't
1: have the servant heart of issue like you're just a servant in general so like i don't i don't know maybe like when i grow in that area
2: i don't know jake man. servanthood then i'll <laughs> feel more like I, I I would have been more sold if you said like you just wanted to walk more or <laughs> the, the fresh air before walk you more? went to a grocery store. I don't know. Oh my gosh. That reason would sell me more than doing it for the good of your fellow man. <laughs> but but go go on. Dude, I take the elevator whenever I can. <laughs>
1: Screw, <laughs> screw walking up the downstairs. So we're like, we walk in, no big deal, and then we walk out, and it's like, it was like a fair distance away. I parked in the, it was like the far back of the parking lot. Like, there's there no chance anybody was, was going to take that spot. So we're like walking, and I'm holding Ella and Eli's hands, and we're like halfway there, and Ella just starts talking to me, and she's like, Dad, it's just taking forever. You don't even know what you're doing. Like you, you don't even know where the car is. And we have this, like, we have this conversation. takes like 30 seconds. And she ends by saying, you don't even know where the car is. And I'm like, well, look up. And it's, we were at the car. <laughs> it just mm, took an extra sure. three seconds to get there. And right, right. I was like, man, that is so how like the complaining mindset works. Like yeah. she didn't ask me, Hey, where's the car? Hey, how long are we going to, you know, like, how long is this going to take? You know, where we're going? Like, and it just prevented her from seeing that I knew and I could answer and I could be there for her. And like, I feel like with my mindset, a lot of times, if I'm not thankful, I don't recognize the gifts that we have in front of us, then it really just hinders me from asking those questions justin like yeah, you know sure. like, and so i think i i just want to be more th- thankful mm-hmm. i want to be more thankful for for everything like the i have or don't have or the reasons why i am where i'm at in life and all all that kind of stuff yeah, yeah. because without it i'm really quick to really quick to point the finger i think right and then secondly I think I think the reason probably why community especially like in the west is such a crutch is because you can go to a church service or you can go to a small group meeting or you can have a conversation with a friend and that person could have had a revelation or that person could have could share an experience or you could learn something from that person and that could fuel like, you could feel like that's your day's meal or whatever. Um And one person in a small group could have a revelation. And then that could be, like, what you what you feed off. Then you're just inundated with, like, distractions, like, every, <laughs> everywhere you go. And because I'm such a – I really, like, overvalue fun probably that mm-hmm. I seek out those things rather than – you know, it just takes away the hunger if I can get – it shows me that, like – Like what I'm looking for, God is like fun. And maybe, you know, like that's not like that's a part of his character for sure. But maybe, you know, like he wants me to practice self-denial or whatever, be a servant or whatever else. And the distractions, I think I need to have a perspective change a little bit on fun or distractions or something along those lines. I don't really, really know what. You know, like if you can get filled, other easier ways, you can eat that McDonald's. You
0: yeah. right, might right, not right.
1: like it, but you're going to be full.
0: So. Yeah, yeah. See, I think that's what that's what has changed. The, yeah, that's. What I, I to, yeah, I totally get that.
1: I sure. have more caveat to maybe throw into the conversation, or not caveat, but thought. Like, so three years ago, I think my people might might learn if they listen to this thing uh, that I really like New Year's resolutions. And I made New Year's resolution three years ago or four years ago to keep a list and write down my thoughts of all of the books, video games, movies, podcasts that I listen to and like rate them uh, because I found myself on too many media outlets or YouTube or whatever, hearing other people's experiences and journeys and thoughts on whatever it was book and I'd be like oh I want to read that book because that person was touched or had this experience and so like I go into the book looking for the experience but then I read 20 pages and like ah screw this I'm like this book doesn't really appeal to me or it doesn't and I would I found myself reading more about the critiques than I did actually experiencing watching or Mm. doing whatever I said that I wanted to do and I found it after a while that I was kind of like putting in or doing things that more so emptied my tank, uh, rather than filled it up. So the goal was, I set the goal was to every each month I would either beat a video game or read a book. And that would like kind of force me to like play through to the end. Even Mm -hmm. if the experience wasn't something that I, really liked or even if I thought there was a lot of problems with said book or game or movie or whatever because I was looking for those experiences that come with some sort of like maybe you don't like yeah Moby Dick or whatever it is like but you read it to the end and you get the experience of yeah of reading the Odyssey and you're like oh that was Mm -hmm. terrible but I stuck through it and these are the thoughts that I have about this book or whatever and then you can share it and that's really like and like the more and more that i i've kept the list and like each each year the amount uh books that i've read and the amount of video games that i've beaten has increased like i think Mm. i started off with like six books and six video games and this year i'm on like 10 video games and like 14 books i think it's given me kind of like a like I've recognized the value of of kind of like sticking it out, maybe past the first yep. couple bumps of the road. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of like tuned my heart to want to be full a little bit right. more. The more and more I do it, the more and more I recognize that like I want to be, I want like that from God. Because I see, I'm seeing that I can recognize when I'm, Getting something that I want, and when I'm receiving right. something is uh, kind of like fluff a little bit yeah. more. Yeah, and totally. so, I think that it's paralleled kind of my journey with God a little bit in that, like, I'm able to more and more to kind of like see what is like the gold and what's what's like the dirt. But I'm still fine focusing that. Mm -hmm. Definitely.
2: So what what would what would parallel that the movie, video game, book list? What would that be in terms of your relationship with God? Um,
0: I'll answer. I'll answer that because I know. I know exactly what it is for me. Uh, (laughs) As you were saying, I was like, that's that's a perfect. That is a perfect secular analogy for. Yeah, what what I've become increasingly comfortable with in terms of my relationship with God, which is, I guess, how how little of the Bible I read, uh, in a sense.
1: Sure, You're just in Deuteronomy and
0: Leviticus. Just Deuteronomy. Uh, no, just in this, uh, in the sense that I I take a really really long time nowadays to read to read the Bible. If I, if I I have no idea how long it will take me to read a if I pick a book to read. Then it it could take me anywhere from a week to three months to read a book of the Bible because because with with that, like I already said, that that focus on sort of improving myself over learning, focusing on actually gaining improvement f- from the scriptures and from from that teaching, rather than just learning you know what's the contents of the the information, I essentially have stopped. i've I've sort of given my permission, myself permission to stop moving on to the next chapter or the next verse, like if, I, if I'm reading something and it, and it hits me and I think, wow, that is, so, that is not the truth in my life right now. I'm not living this out, or this is not actually what I believe about God in a very practical sense in my daily life. Then I find myself nowadays getting stuck on that same, coming back to that same chapter, that same verse, over and over and over again for weeks, sometimes mm-hmm. at a time. For example, I wish it wasn't, as as meta I guess as it is but I'm stuck, I've been stuck for two weeks now in James 4 because it's it's about friendship with the world versus friendship with God. Also asking for things but not receiving them because you're asking with wrong motives that kind of thing. And essentially I have felt this massive internal struggle with my with my motives behind wanting to do this podcast behind wanting to create something and then try to promote it and then try to get people to listen to it and so essentially I can feel in my soul that I have this tug of war this battle of, of am I doing this because I want to create some kind of content that actually might help somebody out there in the world or am I creating it because I want to I want it to be popular and I want to feel good about myself and I want to feel successful and I want to feel like affirmed or accepted by more people than I am right now and that's it mm-hmm. That's essentially friendship with God and friendship with the world, right? Mm-hmm. I think God would say, you guys are here to create, create this content, have these conversations because there's somebody out there that might benefit from them. And friendship with the world says, just get a bunch of likes on Instagram or whatever or just get a bunch of downloads on this podcast and you can feel better about yourself because man, man approves of whatever you're creating, you know? Mm. So I read that in the Bible and I was like, oh man, this is a massive problem in my life right now. I hate how I feel. I hate, I hate, I hate what's going on in my heart. And guess what? It didn't take me reading that reading that chapter one time in order for me to conquer that problem. (laughs) So I just keep coming back to that chapter. And I can't I can't get out of it. And I'm I'm not I'm probably not going to leave it until until I feel really confident that that's not how I feel anymore. And that I've actually grown in my ability to prioritize friendship with God over friendship with the world. And I've kind of rebuked rebuked that idol and, and sort of, you know, solidified my, yeah, I guess my worship of him in creating this thing. Mm. Uh, so I just take a really long time to read the Bible. Now <laughs> I have read so little of the Bible this year. You know, if I had like a Bible reading plan, it would be very small because <laughs> I, you know, because I've, I've read, I've read the Bible before. So i I like know what's in it. And now, now, I mean, I, it's, it's, I'm sure it's good to read the whole Bible and Bible plans aren't bad or whatever, but for me, I just want to actually grow when I read. I actually want to improve myself, and so if I'm not, if I haven't improved after I read something, but I think I could, I just stay in it until I until I do.
2: Mm.
0: Which I feel like is you're instead of bouncing around from critic from critic to critic or from experience to experience, like sticking with something until you see it through is kind of my attitude right now. But I didn't used to let myself do that because I didn't feel permission. I I wouldn't have felt okay if someone would have been asked me asked me like, oh, what are you what are you reading these days or what are you what, what? and I'd be like, well, I've been reading. James Four for the past two months, you know, <laughs> you're like, oh, one chapter for two? What do you, <laughs> you know, I don't, that yeah, wouldn't yeah, have, yeah. I wouldn't have felt good about that. You know, I wouldn't have felt, I would have perhaps felt judgment on myself for, for saying that.
2: That almost sounds uh, more spiritual.
0: Well, it, yeah, I mean, I know, I can look at myself and see that it definitely is, right? Because, right. because I, know, I know my heart and, and, and I know that I can see that I've actually grown a lot more when I do that, but.
2: I wouldn't be more impressed if someone answered in me like that.
0: great now now i'm just gonna start doing it to try to impress people right oh no now now that i know it's impressive now i'm just gonna turn that around and
2: (laughs) so wait do do you have uh, a more a more full example of how you got out of uh, a verse or a passage like total completion of that where god highlighted something You were wrestling with it, and then what did that look like to actually move on from it? I'm
0: sure I do. I'd have to have to grab my journal and open it up.
2: I mean, yeah, Uh, like, like, how do you know that you're ready to to move on? Yeah.
0: Well, in in this case, I will assess myself based on. Do you know that creepy feeling you get when you when you get on when you click on Instagram, and you're searching for the affirmation of people to I don't know that however many likes you got, or you're looking, hoping for comments, people say like, oh, whatever, that's so, I, I don't know, what whatever people say. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like if it's your kid pictures, it's like, oh, he's so cute, or like, oh, you guys are such great parents, or oh, so amazing, or whatever. <laughs> um, so, I think that's, I think that's probably how I would assess it, is I, it's, it's whatever feeling that I, that I sense, you know, or that I see in my heart that i don't like once that's replaced with something that's a little better then that's how, i think probably how i would assess that i'm okay so until once i cl- sign on instagram and am not looking for that then i think i will have i will have conquered it quite a bit but i, I mean it's, it's never like you you've won forever and ever and it, you you know right it's done I'm, I'm just looking for progress and i guess it's it is sort of hard to to measure spiritual progress that's always been a a tough thing to do so it's Mm -hmm. more about it's more about just me being I think you just have to be self-aware and honest and if you have self-aware self-awareness and honesty going for you then I think it's easy to tell inside of yourself
2: I post a picture on Instagram and then when I get a notification that someone has liked it I will click on it it will send me back to the picture uh-huh. The picture that I took that True. I yeah. already know exactly what it looks like. Right? I will go to that picture, look at it, admire it, admire the the name, <laughs> whoever liked it for like two seconds. Mm, yeah, that feels good. And then go uh, back to whatever I was doing.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's you you have you have like notifications turned on your phone. You get a notification when somebody likes your stuff. Uh yes. Yeah. Oh. Turn that off. <laughs> that would be a yeah. recommendation. <laughs> that is wow. Yeah, that's that's a tough one. Yeah. Have you guys seen that guy talk about? I don't know. It's it's that Simon Sinek guy who's like a thinking thinking man's I don't know teacher these days or whatever. And he just says that everybody. It's not a new thought, but I just saw it the other day, and he he was talking about how the Instagram social media world is, or the 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 reaction that we get from it as people is is extremely similar to. It's it's addictive because it's, it's a drug. You know, you, you every time you do that, you get a hit of dopamine, right, in your brain. Yeah. Every time you see somebody like something, it, it makes you feel good, in the same way that narcotics do or whatever. And then you just keep going back, and it's this constant hit of some kind of a drug, some kind of a social acceptance drug that is essentially. He was making the argument that it's ruining the it's ruining the brains of adolescents in our society, and that's exactly yeah exactly what it is. It's a yeah it's a drug.
1: I cannot relate to that at all i do n- i've never understood it. I think maybe once I got like mm-hmm. thirty likes yep. on my Instagram or something <laughs> sure like, oh God that's kinda cool, but i have never i will i just don't understand it i don't i don't yeah. Well,
0: it sounds like you're the right guy to to manage our Instagram account, then. Sure, that's not that's not a temptation for you, right?
2: Good job. If we Good were job, Dave.
1: Uh, we we yeah. were to the point where we were swearing on this podcast. I would show my the severity of my dislike for something like that. Right.
0: Yep. Uh, the the one way I would say that your analogy, your Moby Dick analogy, is is a little bit different than my experience with the with prayers, you know trying to grow in God is I think I would take the opposite approach with, in terms of enjoyment with God. Like, you, like you, so you're saying if, if you're reading Moby Dick and you don't like it for 20 minutes or 20 pages, then you quit and give up or, but you, but then you decided the right way to do it was to actually stick it out to get the experience. Yeah. What I would try, and I don't know if this will work for you like it worked for me, but at some point I realized that interacting with the living god of the universe should probably be an immensely enjoyable experience yeah right it should be something that is incre- like incredibly desirable hmm. something that you know there should be this very natural very intrinsic motivation to do it which I just,
1: is I think like I guess like the Moby Dick analogy I think could be likened to community and relationship with god I think, like, a lot of times we, we rely on that community for, like, that, that you mm. know, like you hear about that yeah, experience yeah. that somebody has, and then you're like, right, right. right. Oh, and you kind of internalize it, right? So, anyways, yeah. it does.
0: Yeah, yeah, no, that makes sense. Yeah. So, essentially, what I did, what I resolved to do was if I was doing something that, that was supposed to make me grow or learn about God or, you know, improve myself spiritually or whatever, and I didn't I wasn't liking it, I wasn't finding it enjoyable. Then I just gave myself permission to stop doing it, to stop doing that that thing, whatever it was. Then I started to pursue God or pray or study the scriptures or read Christian books or whatever that I found enjoyable. And then I started to have this really positive association with God because I was pursuing him in a way that I personally found really enjoyable. Because I if I wasn't I just stopped doing it. <laughs> And then that hunger sort of, it's, it's like if you're, if you're hungry but you eat food that tastes bad, then it dulls your hunger, right? If you don't like what you're eating. So I just decided to only eat, I guess, foods that I liked or pursue God in a way that I found really motivating and really enjoyable naturally. Because I just thought it, it probably should yeah. be if he if he's, if he's really is God. And he's, he really is God and he's really saying, I'm going to come into your bedroom or your living room or whatever and I'm just going to spend time with you today. Yeah, that's, you know, I mean, yeah, yeah it's, yeah, I mean, we're, we're probably not, nobody's as amazed with that as they probably should be uh, with that reality, right? <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah, yeah.
0: And so, yeah, so that, that would be my other suggestion is if you're having trouble with being hungry, just if you find yourself, you're reading the Bible, and you're thinking, I don't, this isn't fun, and you're getting distracted, right? Like you said, like you're, you're uh, or you're you're just thinking, this isn't what I want to be doing right now, then I would say just stop. I think personally as humans we God's created us with this natural leaning and inkling towards him. I think he's created us you know with the God the God shaped or the God-sized hole in our hearts or whatever. And if we yeah. listen to it freely without kind of the pretense of, of oh I'm, lear- I'm I have to do this to pursue God, then I think we'll naturally be taken to him mm-hmm. in a pretty in a pretty cool and profound way. I mean I I think even to the point where if you want to go a whole day without reading the bible or praying or whatever just try it just do it because then probably what happens is the next day you'll really want to (laughs) because you don't feel close to him so just try like just don't or if you want to go a whole week just try going a whole week without it and then at the end of the week i bet you'll be really ready for sunday or whatever and you'll really get a lot out of your worship service because you've been away from him yeah i mean i I know that's probably not a
1: you would totally bet your salvation on
2: that
0: yeah Yeah, yeah can, them, can we isolate that audio
2: clip and just replay it over and over again right. yes
0: that will be one i'll definitely select as a as a clip to put on put put with an instagram photo on the back yeah. you know? right right but so, but seriously i mean it, it it helps it helps a little bit uh it does because you just start to you just that natural hunger yeah. starts to come back it just does and then you and then you think yeah i really do want to be close to him and then you start to learn eventually over time that yeah, you need, you need to be close to them because you really want to.
2: What if I made the argument that scripture in and of itself is the Moby Dick experience? Like, that's why scripture exists. <laughs> it's because, it's because the, the writers are having these experiences and they're, they're interacting with God. And so then they are sharing that with others and, and throwing that out to, their, to the people in their community. Whether that be their immediate community or, you know, believers centuries later that they're saying, hey, I had this experience with God. It was great. Let me tell you about it. Here it is. Like Paul, if he said, hey, I read Moby Dick, uh, Church of Ephesus. Here's my Moby Dick experience. You guys should all read it. I, I think that's what is isn't oh. that. Basically, the Bible. The
0: Bible is the critics.
2: Yeah, the the Bible is. Mm. Yeah. People experiencing God and then wanting to connect that and share that with the people in their community. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. So I would. I, so I would say, I mean, even though of course we want to grow independently, uh, I would say community is still like a very integral part of your growth and of your hunger. Because that's that's the that's the formula essentially of why even we have the Bible.
1: Yeah. I still think the most extreme scenario that I could picture is like me in jail without Bible friends, whatever. And I sure. I don't think that I would do great right now. That's like the ultimate question in my head is how do I how do I facilitate that wherever I am? Because I look at my life and I'm like, oh, okay. (laughs) That that would be maybe not the most pretty experience or like I I would not come out maybe with this great testimony. Mm -hmm. Uh, But yeah, no, I totally agree. And I think sometimes, uh, a lot of times, the church really misinterprets that, what you're talking about. Like where Mm -hmm. that, you know, Paul had this experience with the Holy Spirit or... Jesus did this, and we interpret that as the only way that it can be done rather than a unique experience or a unique miracle or teaching that God had for that a person at a specific time. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, obviously some of it's like teaching and regimented or like obvious didactic moment. But then there's a lot of like experiences where I think you're Moby Dick Explanation really makes a whole lot of sense, especially mm-hmm. just the recordings of Jesus's life. Yeah, like this person had this experience in the earth, or Paul, you know, did this in the Holy Spirit, or what have you. And we take it and we're like, oh, well, that's the way he operates. <laughs> like, well, that's the way he did operate, you know, in that one.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. Sure, uh, but yeah, no, I I think I think for sure. Like, cause that like kind of is meshes with what Justin's saying a little bit. Where like, if the Bible is isn't producing fruit inside of you to want to be hungry with God, then like,
0: right?
2: Scriptures pointless. Yeah, pointless. <laughs> Can we use that audio clip as well?
0: <laughs> sure. We're both in the same one, I think. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. High, highlight reel. Yeah. <laughs> See, but my my thing though is Dan is I think you would do I think you would do well in, in jail, because essentially like I, because you're you're close to God and you want God and as soon as you need Him for something, as soon as you recognize your need for Him in a situation, then you'll be there immediately. I think. Yeah. But, but I think I think the issue, I would guess, and the issue that has been. I've had this problem in my life when I, I've been the least hungry, when I just have been unaware of how much I need him, you know, cause things are going well. I seem pretty happy. I have everything that I, that I need or whatever that, that I think that I need, which is why I think for me, the answer really comes down to what type of a stan- like what type of a standard of behavior are you holding yourself to? Or what type of standard of purity of soul are you, are you keeping yourself at? Cause if every, if every little thing that upset you triggered this thing in your mind that said, I'm not close to God right now, or there's a piece of God that I don't have, or there's a piece of God that I need, then there there would be this constant reminder that you need him, right? Just like if you were in jail and, 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 you know, whatever was going on in jail, there would be constant reminders of need that, oh, I need to be close to God because everything else that, you know, I used to rely on was stripped away. I think it's a big passion of mine that I've been really trying to figure out in my life is how to grow as much in in prosperity or in blessing mm. as I can in trial, right? That's the thing we always mm. go through, right? Is we all, we all seem to grow really well in trial and not really well in blessing. <laughs> right. And I really want to grow well in blessing. Cause I think in some ways that might help me avoid some trials. Uh, <laughs> but also <laughs> just cause, well <laughs> also cause we just want to grow right. In, in all things. And for me, that that's been the best thing is, is taking really seriously the little, the little mistakes that I'm making mm. that aren't really yeah. noticeable even to anybody but me. If I take those really seriously and, and see those as major red flags for needs that I have of God, then, then it really helps. The only yeah. problem with that, which I don't think you, you guys are guys that will that would struggle with this, but some people might, is that if you do that, then there's a the temptation. If everything, if every kind of mistake, every yeah. time you get frustrated, yeah. every time you get, you get thrown off a little bit, then there's the immense opportunity for shame right for just beating yourself up inside all the time right. for not maintaining perfection for not maintaining peace righteousness joy love at all times be exhausting. and so if, yeah it would be exhausting so if, if you're gonna if you're gonna be able to hold yourself to that kind of a standard and really pursue it then you also have to couple that with a real deep and profound understanding of God's grace <laughs> and how, how little sin is, how, how small of a thing sin is to him and how much he just wants you to get over it and grow from it and just move on. You know, how, how I guess how big, how big the cross is in perspective of sin and, and of your sins. Yeah. And if if you don't couple those two, then yeah, you will end up in this cycle of just beating yourself up and be like a masochist or whatever. I think you do well in jail uh, because I think immediately, as soon as you had need, you'd know, you'd know exactly where to go. And you'd be there, and you'd you'd leave jail, however long you were in there, the most spiritual you've ever been. (laughs) I think, yeah, the closest to God ever. Uh, And the idea is to you know (laughs) simulate the jail time experience in real life, (laughs) (laughs) which is like
1: ironic because that's kind of why I want to be more thankful right now. Is like I can externally recognize a lot of really good things, but then Mm -hmm. internally, I I want to like. Yeah, I want to infuse that into my system so that I can feel. But yeah, yeah. cuz I don't I don't want to like approach those questions out of shame, but just because I'm like I'm more disappointed with where I am or more disappointed with like things that I should be thankful for. Kind of like a self-made prison. I feel like a little bit <laughs> where <laughs> there's no trial, but I'm complaining and so it feels like a whole lot harder than it than it should be. Yeah. And that's kind of, I mean, I didn't really talk about this in the intro, but that's part of the question is, I feel like I know, when I have a question, generally, I feel like I know, know the answer to it. Right.
0: Yeah. A lot of it comes down to, is the answer bearing fruit in your life or is it not? Yeah. That, it, that's what we have to start caring about more, you know? And yeah, yeah. we can't let ourselves get sucked into, it doesn't matter. Like, who cares if you know the right answer? It's the technical school. Like, if you're going to the technical school to learn how to fix cars and you know the right answer on what part is broken, but you don't know how to actually fix it and you can't actually do the thing with your hands, then you're not just sort of worthless, you know, yeah. in that context. Yeah. It just is. But if all, if, you, if all you have to do is remember something and take a test, then it doesn't matter.
1: Well, speaking That's of tests, a- I've got one in a, an hour that I got to run for.
0: Oh, nice. Good luck. Yeah, good luck.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Next Tuesday. We'll have to,
0: yeah, I'm good. Someday we'll have to talk about your um, your student experience.
1: <laughs>
0: what, it, what it's like. What it's like to be back in the, in that world.
1: Yeah, I feel like, I I don't feel like I'm a student. Oh, you don't? No, I just feel like I work a job. Oh. With bad hours. Yeah, with. But... <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's pretty much what I feel like
0: alright thanks guys that was fun
1: yeah, yeah. oh wait wait I would recommend Little Fires Everywhere is it a book? yeah uh Justin you might like it too it's probably as close to the lit world as I would recommend for you
2: no closer
0: <laughs> close no closer. Uh,
1: it still has a plot
0: yeah I like plots plots are the, it's a good starting point for, for a book <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: All right, I got to bounce. All right, we'll see
0: you guys. See you, later. later. All right, thanks for listening. Quick request from us, where you could help us out, is if you have topics or questions that you would like for us to discuss, please send us a message on Facebook, on Instagram, or you can email us. We have lots of conversations that we'd like to have and that we things we'd like to talk about, but we'd also like to know if there's anything you'd specifically like to talking talking about we've had a couple of those already and we're really excited for them we're going to be talking about discipline in the next couple weeks because there's some questions about that that are worth a lengthy talk uh, discussion so that'd be great also if you could leave us a rating or review on itunes that would be fantastic otherwise we will see you next week have a good one if you want to go a whole day without reading the bible or praying or whatever just try it. Just do it. Or if you want to go a whole week, just try going a whole week without it. Scriptures. Quite oh, yeah. us.